everybody. Welcome back to season three of Budding Business. I'm Chase Gibson. And I'm co-host Alex Pranio-Revs. And that's our second co-host of the new season. Uh, we're honored to have Andre, or Andre Cialdo here, Associate Athletic Director at the University of Cincinnati. Mr. Cialdo, how are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me, guys. So we'll just, uh, well, I'll just have you introduce yourself, uh, what you do, like your interests, hobbies, just kind of get icebreaker right now. Sure, sure. Uh, Andre Cialdo. Um, the Associate Athletic Director at University of Cincinnati for the athletic department there in charge of facilities and operations. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we can get into that a little bit of that later on as you yep. guys fire questions away. But uh, been at UC for a little over 10 years now, uh, live in Loveland and have a recent grad from here and then a freshman um, at the high school as well. So. Okay. Um, so obviously the the family takes up a lot of my uh, my time uh, as far as hobbies and uh, it's a demanding job that I have as well. So that takes up a lot of time. Um, but anytime I get free time, I'm like a lot of other people, you know, watching series on TV yeah. or uh, I like to go bowling, which if you haven't done that yet, look it up, bowling yeah. and throwing a football at bowling pins. Oh, okay. Uh, so. That's always a good time, and I enjoy it. So helps me unwind a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Like to travel, and I was just in Nashville this past weekend. So yeah, uh, that's me in a little quick nutshell. Okay, okay. We just want to kind of just your favorite athlete that you have watched in your team. We just kind of want to start oh, the fun yeah, question. Okay. So all right, my favorite <laughs> athlete. So and um, it could be literally any sport. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, I'm a big basketball guy. Pl- playing basketball growing up. Mm. Um, so. When I was, uh, uh, you know, formulating my favorite athletes and teams and mm-hmm. such, uh, I was a huge LA Lakers guy. Okay. Uh, so the Magic Johnson and Kareem mm-hmm. years. Um, so I, I always revert back to that. Um, you know, as far as far as more of a recent, um, uh, recent time, I guess. Uh, oh man. Um, <laughs> You know, it's funny. It's, I was a um, a punter too in college. Yeah. Um, so, you know, not many people know the punters or you know, <laughs> say the punter is their one of their favorite athletes. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know, the um, the uh, one fi- one favorite punter that sticks out in my mind is Danny White. You guys might not know who it is, but he played for the Cowboys back in the day, and mm-hmm. he was a quarterback and a punter. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, I always found that cool. Yeah. He, he was a double double athlete and, and, and punter as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What about UC athletes? Like you watching your tenure at UC? Yeah. Great question. Um, you know, obviously the, the 2021 football season yeah, was uh, uh, insane. Those guys were, were awesome athletes and, and Des Ritter and sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the squad those guys had, um, Again, I'll revert back to basketball and Sean Kilpatrick. I was going to say, um, yeah, he was great. You know, he, he, he was, um, when I first started at UC, he was there. And, and you know, that got me really, like, introduced to UC mm-hmm. and just in the, the rich history and everything that yeah. that goes on there. So mm-hmm. I always love to watch him play. Okay. Uh, and then what kind of pushed you in, like, to go the direction of athletics? Um, I mean, I was an athlete growing up. Played, played a lot of different sports, uh, just liked to be around athletics. My grandfather was an athletic director at my high school mm-hmm. b- before I got there. He, he was already uh, passed when I 
when I was in high school. So, um, but that at least alerted me some, to something that, you know, there was sports jobs out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to be involved in athletics and around, uh, around sports and uh, was lucky enough, like I said, to play football in college, um, was an athletic training major at Northeastern University in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, and about halfway through my schooling, I was like, you know what, athletic training, I'm not, not really what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. but being an athlete, a student athlete, I got to be, you know, around the building, you know, our yeah. buildings. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, who are these people? There's offices here. There's people working, mm-hmm. you know, what are they doing? Uh, how do I get involved? And I set up a meeting with our athletic director and just asked him, you know, Hey, what, what's the deal with working in college athletics? And mm-hmm. he kind of spelled it out for me and, and gave me a little insight. And, um, so that's like, okay, that's what I want to do. And I was, I was like, what do you suggest for someone like me? Uh, and he suggested, Hey, internships, go to grad school, mm-hmm. things like that. So that's what I ended up doing. And, um, I was a, an intern at Centenary College in Shreveport, Louisiana. So it was, a, it was the smallest Division One school at the time. Mm. But since it was so small, um, it was a small athletic department too. Yeah. So I got to get you know experiences in different areas. Mm. So like a little bit of event management, you know, fundraising, ticket office, business office, mm. um, and got to really see firsthand uh, all the different aspects in college athletics. Yeah. And I found myself gravitating towards event management, facilities, operations. I'm more of a behind the scenes guy. Um, didn't want to go out and ask people for money. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a big fan of public speaking. Uh, I like I like the behind the scenes, operate off a checklist, troubleshoot, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. So that's kind of how I got started <coughs> in the area that I, that I do now. What was the process like becoming the, an assistant athletic director at UC once you got that internship? Yeah, program. sure. I mean, like any job, you know, you work your way up the ladder. Mm-hmm. You know, you you impress your bosses, you grind, um, and a little luck mm-hmm. as well. Okay. All right. You know, coming out of grad school, my first job was just a, a facility assistant. It was a 10-month job. It wasn't even 12 months, you mm-hmm. know, so I had two months mm-hmm. off. Right. Um, uh, and, and college athletics is not – a business that you're going to get rich quick type of thing. You're mm-hmm. going to put in a lot of work right. um, to, to move up the ladder. And so my first job was at Kent State up outside of Akron. And, you know, like I said, hard work, um, being at the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, some people left that were above me. So I kind of naturally elevated. And obviously you got to... Uh, impress your bosses and they yeah. got to have the faith in you to assign you the next you know, level up and roll up in your, in your professional career. Mm-hmm. And then what did you major and minor in in college to obtain your job? Yeah. So like I said, I was an athletic training major, which is like sports medicine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, about halfway through, I was like, you know what, this isn't really what I wanted to do, uh, that I, what I want to do. And, um, so, but I finished off that career, that, that degree, uh, and then I was a sport management major in grad school at Wichita State. Um, I was a graduate assistant there, um, but that's where you got a little, uh, that's where you got concentrated more on, you know, college athletics and the world, the business of sports. Um, and so I, I, as part of my 
um, degree at Wichita State, you had to do an internship, and you know you could apply wherever you want. They had some that they lined up for Wichita State students, but I applied and was lucky enough to land at the University of Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I went from Centenary College, like I said, the smallest school, to Wichita State, which is middle of the road, to Florida as an intern, which uh, obviously one of the biggest athletic departments yeah. in the country. Right. And so, you know, saw some awesome things, was a part of some awesome things, learned a lot, met people, which is obviously huge in any field. Um, and then, you know, I left I left uh, Florida with you know, a couple of years of experience, a great network, uh, and my graduate degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would a day-to-day look like for you? Like, I know you said you took today off, obviously, to come in and report us, but um, what would a day-to-day look like for you uh, at well, UC? I, I took today off. I had to get my car oil changed to okay. blow my lawn. And, uh, so, I mean, I knocked out. I'm knocking out a couple times. <laughs> um, day-to-day in the world of college athletics, and especially facilities and ops, I mean, there's no two days the same. A lot of a lot of what I do goes into planning for events, major events, mm-hmm. um, mainly UC football games. There's just so much planning that goes along with something like that. Um, you know, in my area, there's a staff of eight of us. I have a counterpart, and we have some uh, directors and, and coordinators that, that report to us. So, um, you know, managing them, uh, making sure they're doing all the things they need to do mm-hmm. for, for some of our other sports. Um, but uh, a lot of emails. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't like to sit at my desk a lot, but I end up sitting at my desk a lot, so I have to, um, you know, remind myself, hey, get up and walk around mm-hmm. and be active a little bit in, in our facilities and, and, and kind of walk around and see what's going on. Yeah. Um, but dealing with people, communicating with people, right. just like a, a lot of other jobs out there, right. you know, as far as time management, um, you know, we have a saying in, in our world that you see something say something, mm-hmm. you know, so if we're walking around and we see something that needs addressed, don't just let it go. You got to you know, rally the troops of whoever needs to address the problem, right. uh, whether it be something mechanical or, you know, something broken or something that needs uh, addressed. You know, don't leave it for someone else to do. Or mm-hmm. and, and what are some of the biggest challenges you say you face, like, while setting up an event? Yeah. Um, some of the biggest challenges, you know, in outside sports, it's, it could be weather mm-hmm. and dealing with mass crowds and, and a lightning storm type of thing. You know, where are all those people going to go or how, how do you restart a game and, uh, and things like that. Um, you know, expect the unexpected mm-hmm. is a big one in our area, too. You never know what's going to um, bubble up in a game. You know, bathroom issues, line, you know, lines of concession stands. Um, crowded concourses, uh, those are all big challenges that we face. You know, security is obviously huge over the last you know, six, eight, ten years mm-hmm. as far as, you know, we, at UC we've added metal detectors over the, uh, within the last two years, uh, which is something we need to do. Um, you know, staffing, you know, COVID hit everyone hard, yeah, and, right. and you see it everywhere as far as, uh, you know, the service industry and just staffing of ushers and ticket takers and security and police and uh, concession stand workers. And it's, it's harder and harder to do that. Um, you know, we've been pretty fortunate and, and for the most part at UC that we're able to still move forward and, and, and staff all those areas. So, um, so those are those are probably the biggest ones there. Okay. 
you mentioned you mentioned all those challenges. Do you have any like crazy experiences that, that you can share about any of those, or like just any crazy experiences you've had in the athletic field so oh, far? Yeah, that's a, lot, a lot of the craziness. <laughs> <laughs> um, one one story I tell is uh, uh, so a- after Kent State, I worked at North, University of Northern Iowa for a couple of years, for three years, and uh, at that school, we put a lot of emphasis on um, some outside external events as a source of revenue. Uh, where we're using our athletic facilities to rent out for um, for revenue. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So one of one part of that was hosting concerts. Mm-hmm. All right. So we, um, which was new to me. Uh, so I put a lot of time, energy, and effort into learning those ropes, mm-hmm. so to speak. So um, we had Jason Aldean uh, oh, yeah. in our place. Uh, this is Iowa, so country music is is king. You mm-hmm. know, so, um, and we had a facility called the Dome. You know, it's not a. It wasn't a huge, huge dome like you think of, like uh, you, know, you know, the Detroit Dome or the yeah. one in Atlanta. It's, yeah. it's, it was smaller, but it was a dome nonetheless. And I hadn't had a, had a concert there in a while. And I worked really hard, and, and we landed Jason Aldean. So everyone was excited. There was mm-hmm. a concert coming back to the dome. Yep. And, and excited about him. And Luke Ryan opened up for him. So you know, it was it was a sellout. And. Um, just the amount of people we had in there, it became evident really quick that our concourses weren't going to let, you know, if you're on one side of the stadium trying to get to the other side mm-hmm. and you're on one side. So there's people trying to go both ways and it just became like a scary situation as mm-hmm. far as like, you know, a crushing situation where yeah. someone's like just in a mob and, you know, not necessarily people acting up and, and being riotous or anything like that, but mm-hmm. just the sheer attempting to move through a crowd mm-hmm. and so like we had a rally really quick and open up an area that wasn't open before um and, and so that was like a real eye-opening experience of like yeah. an emergency situation that we that we diverted from mm-hmm. with the help of our of public safety there yeah. and just you know thinking of a way to, to solve a problem so that that was uh you know a crazy story yeah then how's the movement from the American to the Big Twelve affected you and your job? How's the movement to the Big Twelve? Okay, so obviously new fans, yeah, uh, coming in. So like last week uh, or two weeks ago, we played Oklahoma, and so they're they're obviously a national brand. Mm-hmm. Um, they brought a lot of people that had never been to the stadium before. Mm-hmm. Um, people excited about their team. It was the most amount of people I've seen gather for the arrival of the buses, you know, where, yeah. the, where the team shows up and yep. gets off the bus. There's a bunch of people gathered there, so we had to make sure they stayed back. And, um, they were all real respectful and, and you know, following our rules and asked, did what we asked them to do. So, you know, there's that. I mentioned before the the elevation and uh, security. Yeah. You know, one thing is we added the metal detectors, we added um, personnel. We had to submit a written plan uh, to the conference for review of field rushing, mm-hmm. you know, like if, if we had, we're lucky enough to beat Oklahoma, that yeah. field was going to be rushed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had to have a plan. Yeah. In fact, we had meetings and, you know, discussed how we were going to handle things. Um, you know, so the level of security um, is there for, for fans, teams, referees. Um, the excitement of our own fan base, mm-hmm. you know, just being. It's something that's been talked about at UC for a while. Like I said, I've been there 10 years, and, and 
certainly heard it multiple times of us trying to get into a, a bigger conference and a, a power five conference. And yeah. um, so our own fan base was excited. Um, and hopefully that they make, they stay excited. Yeah. You know, we, we're, we're on to the conference right now, but um, yeah, so it's, it's we're taking a little growing pains, but hopefully yeah. uh, you know, that turns around at some point. Um, you know, so those are some of the biggest things as far as changing the yeah. well. We had to physically, we had to change out logos on the field, right. logos on uniforms, uh, things like that. Um, so, but those are all, you know, you're, you're expecting those as when you change yeah. the conference. So. Right. Right. So this podcast, learning business, we're all about like soft skills, like leadership and work ethic and community. You already mentioned work ethic a couple of times, but how are those skills present in the occupation of athletic directing? Um, well, like any job, you're going to be dealing with people. Uh, and it's how you communicate, how you get somebody to do something that you need them to do, whether it's, you know, your staff or a vendor that you got coming to do a job, um, you know, quality control, you know, you're, you're, you're checking in on a job and how it's going, how it ends up and like, all right, yes, you know, I approve of, of how this got completed, you know, job completed, job done. Um, so those are soft skills that you're going to get in any, any position. Uh, obviously, as you work your way up the ladder and you start having people report to you, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, uh, listening to them, you know, what type of leader are you, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, and, and getting your staff to buy into your, um, leadership role. Um, you know, we, we work hard, we play hard too, mm-hmm. you know, we're in a, we're in a business of like fun, you right. know, like yeah. we're around college athletes, we're around mm-hmm. college athletics and, and these events and, you know, it's supposed to be fun too. So we always got to think back, like, like for the Oklahoma week, we had big new box, big yeah. new kickoff oh, yeah. here. And it's just like, you know, at some point you just got to sit back and go, hey, look what we're doing. This mm-hmm. is right. <laughs> this is incredible. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think we have one, one final question for you. Um, just this is something we ask all of our guests that come on the show. Uh, what advice would you give to someone trying to go into the athletics field? Yeah. Um, hey, you know, there's a, there's a saying, and I don't I don't particularly like it, but sometimes it holds true. Is it's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm a living testament to that. Basically, you know, I said I was at Florida for a year, so I was, I was it was me and another intern that were there together and we had an apartment in the swamp in the football stadium there. Wow. Um, so we had, a, we had a pretty fun year. Yeah. We got to be pretty good friends and stay friends. Um, you know, when we, when we finished up at Florida, and I went to Kent State and Northern Iowa. He was at um, uh, Illinois State and LSU. And then he came to Cincinnati. And then I was in Northern Iowa. And he's like, hey, uh, I'm going to have a job opening here. Are you, are you interested in coming back? Mm-hmm. And, working together again and, uh, and my wife's family is from Ohio so it's like getting back to where Tiffany's family's from mm-hmm. level of athletics elevated from where you're at now mm-hmm. and uh, you know hey you still got to come interview here and, and win the job but like at least you know me you got you got a foot in the door so like, like I said I'm a little testament to that I don't always believe that that's the case you still got to earn a job right you know you're not going to get by on just who you know along um but networking, networking is obviously huge. Um, you know, paying, paying your dues, you know, a lot of, um, 
entry level, and I'm seeing this these days, um, you know, where entry level people, we have an advertisement for an entry level job, they come in and interview, you know, we talk salary, and it's like, oh, well, we're just going to go work at this place because I'm going to make a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, you know, you, I always say, you got to be wired a certain way to work mm-hmm. in college athletics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're not, you're not going to last long. If you're in it for the money, you're not going to last long. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know, that, that's something as, as far as a bit of advice mm-hmm. for, for those that are just going to be en- exiting college and looking for their jobs. And, you know, if, if that's what you're about is, is the salary, okay, great. I mean, everyone's got to make their own choice of what, right. of what they, yeah. you know, that, and that's what I tell, like, our people that, that work for me on the entry-level job, too, is, like, they come to me and they're like, hey, I'm interviewing at such and such place. I'm sorry. And I'm like, why are you sorry? Like, you're trying to better yourself. Like, I'm not here to, like, right. hold you back. I know this isn't going to be your last job. I'm here right. to help you take that next step. If it, if it puts you in a better position, you know, personally, financially, geographically, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'm here to help you. Now, if you come and work for me for two months and they say I'm leaving and then we're like, all right, what the heck is that? Yeah. But like if you if you put your time in with me, been successful, you know, uh, has had some accomplishments that you can point to and then say, Hey Andre, uh, it's been two years, I'm applying at such and such place. Mm. You know, because it's the next rung up next rung up the ladder. Mm. Then it's like, hey great you know, All right. Well I think that's all we got. Thank you again uh, for spending your time with us. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, yeah this is cool. Guys. Um, you know, wish you guys the best of luck. And uh, you know, hopefully you guys and whoever listening gets a little nugget or two out of this. Yeah, and absolutely. Forward. Well, thanks again. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, APR, uh, for setting all this up and coming on as my second co-host. And that's episode two of Budding Business in the Books. All right, so that was episode two um, of Budding Business. Again, I'm Chase Gibson. Oh, I'm Alex Prawn, your reps. And we're just going to just kind of recap some of the stuff that uh, Mr. Cialdo talked about uh, with athletics like we do after every episode. So we'll start with just kind of, I mean, the soft skills that, I mean, he talked about how, you know, leadership and communication and work ethic, work ethic, uh, all of those are pretty much all present in his job. Oh. <laughs> uh, we kind of learned it's not what you know, it's who you know. That is true. And yeah. he knowing talk people about like different, yeah. uh, it'll help you like create more job opportunities. Right. Yeah. He t- he did talk about, and that's like that's like something that's present in a lot of uh, different different workforces, like connections and networking. And he talked about that a lot, and that's something that's been stressed in Tigers Inc. as well. Um, like if you make connections, uh, again, like he still said, you're gonna have to work for that job, but you're gonna have uh, an easier time um, getting that job, obviously. And so, again, we're going to thank um, Mr. Cialdo for spending his day with us. We know he's an incredibly busy man. Um, obviously, being an associate athletic director at a Power 5 university is something that's going to take a lot of time. Uh, so, again, we, we do appreciate him coming on. And anything else, APR, anything else you want to add? Um, I don't think so. Just big thanks to him again. Yep. All right. That's episode two of Budding Business.